Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kids, how's the water? It's full of weeds. I can't move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. you kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. All right, welcome in to a four-question Friday here on Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And uh, boys, we are just hours away, finally, from regular season Vikings football. How do you feel right now? Um, I am actually extremely geekily excited by this because of my uncertainty about what the season will hold. Uh, I think it could be really pretty damn good, or it could go off the rails. But I got my popcorn. And I'm here for it. Love it. Dex, where are you at here? Where's, your, where's your mind at? I'm jacked. I'm absolutely juiced. Even <laughs> even though I've I've had uh, some pretty trepidations about preseason and overreactions, I just want regular season football back in my life. It was awesome watching Thursday night football with the Bucks and Cowboys. And I'm just ready for football, man. I'm doing nothing on Sunday except for watching football, vent line, more football. I, I yep. might just, I might just not even, I might just curl, curl up in a football on Saturday night before I go to bed and wake up with that puppy, <laughs> nice and snug next to me. Dex, you got to go college on. We're, we're going to the uh, we get college Gopher on game Saturday. on Saturday. We get then you got to go home and binge college. Pack twelve after dark. Pack twelve after dark. You get up in the morning. You got pregame shows. Oh. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, So thanks to those of you who are watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel on a TCL TV, because TCL, in addition to being a supporter of us, has a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Four question Friday here. I'm hanging out, and if people are wondering, what the hell are those stock images in the background there? Uh, I'm hanging out in a hotel in the Phoenix area, hanging out with my dad for a couple days at the end of this week, and I got four questions for you guys. Are you ready? Actually, in in honor of Triple H, by the way, who suffered a heart attack or something this week, had a cardiac episode. Take care of your ticker, buddy. Jeez. Take care of your ticker. 
Question number one, what do you think of this report from Courtney Cronin, this quote from Mike Zimmer? Quote from Courtney's Twitter account. Zimmer said he watched film with Kirk Cousins for the first time today at the request of the quarterback. I asked Zimmer whether Cousins, entering year 10 in the NFL, wants more autonomy in the offense. And Zimmer said, quote, I think he does, yeah. I think he's got opinions on a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> Zimmer, Zimmer, Zimmer hates Cousins. It's Mikey. like the fact that they've never sat down. If I'm reading this, I'll read it one more time. Zimmer said he watched film with Kirk Cousins for the first time today at the request of the quarterback. So so Kirk is reaching out to Mike and saying, Daddy, love me. Please watch film with me. Let's break down some of these. Div- You're such a defensive guru. I want to know what you see, and I'd love, I'd love for some of my thoughts to be yeah. implemented yeah, he'd like, here. You know? He'd like Marseille. He'd like and Marseille, I actually, yeah. You know, I love that Kirk did this. I think this is awesome. I think, I think it's great that Kirk went back and watched all of his career games to learn things about his tendencies and stuff this offseason. And I love that he is seeking out Mike Zimmer and saying, listen, man, all right, let's let's build a relationship here. Let's sit down. Let's watch some film. Let me tap into your defensive brain. It's an olive branch. What do you guys think of this olive branch from Kirk Cousins to Mike Zimmer? I think it's too late. He's going into year four here, and now they're Well, this just... is more on Zimmer than Cousins, if they but haven't watched care. film together. I don't care if it's on either one of them. It's just too late. Like, there's no relationship here. And the fact that now, at, at, after all of the, I don't know what you would call them, the hardships, trepidation, um, d- disagreements about being vaccinated or not, how you throw passes, whatever it is, um, I just think this is, to me, that item was just spelled out again how much what we have talked about and thought is absolutely true, which is there's not, there's not the necessary relationship that you want between coach and quarterback. And I honestly don't care if it's a defensive coach because Teddy and Mike had a great relationship. And in fact, it's pointed out, I forget if it was in Courtney's uh, tweet, but somebody tweeted, Hey, this was a thing that that Teddy and Mike used to do all the time, sit down and watch film and dissect it. And Mike would say, OK, here's what defenses think. If this is truly the first time that they've done this, it's not a surprise. But I mean, I don't think it progresses things. There's been there clearly was was so much going on turmoil wise throughout training camp between the two sides that this is just to me, a, a, you know, an olive branch that that Kirk might be trying to throw out. But it doesn't cover up the fact that the relationship is really pretty much non-existent. And it's also the last part of the quote there when Courtney asked Mike, hey, you know, would would he like more say? Because I'm sure she's talking about what what Rodgers has said in Green Bay, right? Which is veteran quarterbacks want to say, which is fine. Uh, And Mike's like, yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot of opinions. That's another sort of sideways shot. So I just think it's too late and it's no surprise, but this relationship just really hasn't worked. I'm for the open communication. Uh, I'm kind of with Phil here too. I mean, I actually do put it more on Mike Zimmer that if this has taken four seasons and what now almost 50 plus games and you guys still have not once just sat down and just watched football and film together. Now, Look, he's a defensive guru. He's not going to be plugged into the quarterback's brain. Him and Sean, he's not going to have the Sean McVay-Stafford relationship. But, I mean, LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers probably don't actually probably sit down and watch a lot of film together either. It's still a little surprising to me. Uh, But if they can bridge this gap, I'm okay with it, and I think it's a good thing. I I think it's been a cantankerous offseason. 
um, with Jim Mary also just calling out players as well. This was a good thing. It, it hopefully is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think it, it it is a good thing. Ultimately, it's I think Judd's question is valid. Why didn't this happen years ago? Why would this not just be a thing as you're building your initial relationship that you do together back in 2018? Yeah, this is. Do you know what this is? This is a couple after a marriage going to therapy. It's a last shot. The therapist recommended. It's, why don't you guys? Yeah, you just watch maybe film you guys, together. It's going to be great. Thursday date nights. Thursday yep. date nights. Yep. Okay, go to Bottle a restaurant. Of wine, and then they get drunk and they start to fight, and then the cops show up. <laughs> I, I just think it's too late. And look, they've never gotten along. They've never they they've never seen eye to eye, and they're not going to start now. Um, they they were put together in an arranged marriage by Rick Spielman, who said this is the best that we could possibly do, and he wasn't wrong quarterback wise. But unfortunately, guess what? A lot of times in life, people, especially stubborn people, and Mike and Kirk are both very stubborn, don't mesh. They haven't meshed. It's nice that they're trying to do this now, but. It's too little, too late. They're doing it for the kids. They're staying together, and they're going on they, dates for the kids. The kid, Justin Jefferson. Phil, you're right. Okay. Yes. That's actually perfectly do it for, Do it for the kids. Do it for Dalvin. Daniil Hunter. Dalvin. Yes, you're yeah. exactly right. You yeah. are. That's exactly what this is. This is a last chance, and how many times does last chance therapy actually work? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Thankfully, I don't know yet. Hopefully, I never have to find out. But I think your analogy or your metaphor is there's a difference. Spot on. There's a difference between going to therapy. What, what just happened in your hotel room? Right all right. Here? So, all right. Quick story time here. So when yeah, I, I hope when, so. when I got to the hotel room, the lighting was kind of wonky. There was a desk light that pointed sort of like at my head. But it was it was making my entire face look. I, I look like a like an oompa loompa. I, well, you could argue I look like an oompa loompa, anyways. I but know. like my head was fully orange. I'm not casting stones, dude. So I picked up the lamp and I just turned it the other way. And ever since I did that, it starts flickering like every five to ten minutes. So if and it's it has also it didn't happen during the Mackie and Judd proceedings, but it has shut off about three times too. So if if you see me in here and the lights go off, I'm either getting murdered, kidnapped, or the desk lamp has Could we hear you gone wonky. <laughs> well, Could we just hear a scream? <laughs> just two thuds, a scream, and just a thud. I'm just gone. Uh, all right, question number two for you guys here on this four-question Friday. Anthony Barr is unlikely to play. Uh, by all reports, indications, his lack of activity at practice, and Christian Derrissaw's return to football form will be, quote, a long process, according to Mike Zimmer. So he's not going to play this week, and he might not play for weeks. If you could make either one of these guys instantly and fully healthy, you could summon your inner Mr. Miyagi, okay? Wax on, wax off. Which one would you make instantly and fully healthy starting this weekend? Zimmer would uh, would obviously make Barr healthy because then he'd have all of his linebackers and he'd have uh, in the nickel defense, he'd have Barr and Kendricks, and he'd be happy. Uh, personally, if I could channel this power, though, I would make Christian Derrissaw healthy and I would have made Christian Derrissaw healthy in training camp and had him and plugged him in from day one at left tackle, which I consider to be, and I don't think I'm I'm spewing a hot take here, an incredibly important position. So the loss of bar definitely could hurt. I get that. But I don't think that the loss of bar in a retool defense is going to hurt as potentially the the fact that Rashad Hill is now being forced to start for the foreseeable future. And Christian Derrissaw, we have no idea when he comes back. Yeah, for me, it's Derrissaw as well. Um, I, I know what I'm getting at Anthony Barr, and I know he's actually a lot better than people give him credit for. 
Um, and he doesn't pile up a lot of sacks, but he piles up pressures and he does a lot of things and he's a good coverage linebacker and, and, and obviously Mike Zimmer loves him. But for me, it's Christian Derrissaw. He's an offensive lineman and this team is lacking significant depth on the offensive line. And now you have to start Rashad Hill. No, I would, I would take, I would take Derrissaw 10 out of 10 times. You know what? You guys are, you guys are forgetting. And I'm glad that a Mackie and Judd listener on the score North YouTube channel pointed this out in the comments that Rashad Hill was the starting, was it right tackle? I think it was right tackle in the Minneapolis oh. Miracle game. He started the Minneapolis Miracle and played 80-some snaps in that game. If if Rashad Hill was good enough for the Minneapolis Miracle game, then I don't know why we're freaking out so much here, okay? So I'm going to give Mike Zimmer, if I can make one guy instantly healthy, I'm going to give him his favorite defensive toy in Anthony Barr. We don't all see it. Pro Football Focus doesn't necessarily see it with Anthony Barr. We see potential. Mike Zimmer sees something that we don't see. So we'll just have to trust him that Anthony Barr is a key cog to everything else falling into place on that defense. I think Zimmer feels more comfortable, and everything seems to fall more into place when Anthony Barr is out there. And so I would instantly make Anthony Barr healthy. And Kirk will not see all of the pressure coming from his blind side. No, I mean, Rashad Hill was fantastic in the Minneapolis Miracle game. Maybe he wasn't. The, I mean, he played in the Minneapolis the next Miracle week against game. Philadelphia. <laughs> that was bad. He also played like 21 snaps in the 49ers road playoff loss, too, and that did not go well. So, um, But I'm, uh, I'm giving Zimmer all of his defensive tools. Yeah. Before we get to question three here, let's talk about Judd's favorite nighttime beverage, oh, Surly. Well, wait, first of all, why just nighttime? Nuh-uh. Judd's favorite beverage anytime, to brush his teeth with in the morning. Any time of day is a good time for Surly. In my case, it's Farious, the IPA, fantastic. But Surly has so much more to offer. And In fact, I got sent last night on Twitter, somebody in a Wisconsin liquor store took a picture of the entire Surly rack and said, what should I choose, Judd? And I said, you can't go wrong. That's the thing. I personally would choose Furious, but you choose what you want because you will be happy. It's the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Get surly and do it this weekend. A long football weekend requires, let's just say, a little bit of surly. Tell you what else. Tailgating season is here. You're looking for food spread ideas. Pig-approved barbecue is unreal. You guys have had it catered to the studios for Purple Daily. Uh, about a month and a half ago. So Pig Approved Barbecue, you can find them 1237 Larpenter Avenue or pigapprovedbarbecue.com. We're talking beef brisket, pulled pork, spare ribs, locally sourced premium 100% wood-smoked meat. Ooh, That's right. That was good. Mm. That was the wood smoked meat. It was so good. They also have a food truck available for special events. So check them out, pigapprovedbarbecue.com. That's pigapprovedbarbecue.com. Could I suggest Pig Approved combined with Surly Dude, might be the might be the Twin Cities answer to the greatest uh, hometown collection of all time? Let's get it. Goodbye, Minnie and Paul. Hello, Surly and Pig Approved Barbecue. Shaking hands at Target Field. I like it. All right, question number three here on Four Question Friday. To what extent do you guys take the Bengals seriously? I take any team that I know nothing about, and I I contend the majority of teams going into week one you don't know much about seriously. 
So, so you know, if this was week six or seven and the Bengals had been bad and Joe Burrow had been slow to come back from his ACL and they had some injuries, I'd probably say Vikings definitely should win. I think the Vikings are going to win this game. I think they should. But I'm not going to sleep on this team at all. And if Barr does not play, which, as you mentioned, Phil, I don't think he will. Rashad Hill's going to start at left tackle. Irv Smith Jr. is out. The Vikings... I don't take a lot from it, but they didn't really have a good exhibition season themselves. Uh, So I take this very seriously as far as not knowing exactly what to expect. And I think if you go in saying they're like a four-win team, that's where it bites you right in the butt. Mm -hmm. Dex? I don't take them that seriously at all. I really don't. Um, I love it. This is one of, what, three or four games of schedule that should be an absolute gimme. I know the Vikings are still favored and they're on the road, and I put them right that down, that they'd win by 10. Yeah, I expect this team to, I expect the Vikings to win by 10 in this game. I I like Joe Burrow's future. I think he's going to be a a damn good quarterback when it's all said and done when he hangs it up. But right now, the Bengals are an absolute mess. Vikings are going to feast on Cincinnati. No, I do not take take the Bengals seriously at all. Well, that's a kiss of death if I've ever heard one right there. You can send all – if the Vikings lose this game, yeah, you can just clip that, put it out on the internet right there. That's dgoff at scorenorth.com if you want to send some angry emails that he jinxed the Vikings. Um, I take three things seriously here. I take road games seriously in the NFL. I take Joe Burrow seriously. And I take Vegas seriously. The Vikings are only three-point favorites here. I'm not saying that they should be more. I'm just saying, like, Vegas has this. This isn't a five-point. This isn't a seven-point. Like, the Vikings aren't good enough to just sort of look past a road game. Or for the Vikings won't, but, like, fans to look past or media to look past a road game, especially in week one when not everything is going to be gelled. The Vikings have had guys out. They haven't had full practice sessions with certain players. Kirk Cousins hasn't looked great at all in the last month. So there's just there's a lot of things that the Vikings need to show you. They're not just a well-oiled, honed machine like one of you guys just said. If they were playing him in week six and the Vikings offense was rolling and then Patrick Peterson was locked in, but it's week one. There's so many unknowns. So road game, Joe Burrow. I really like Joe Burrow. And Vegas thinks this is going to be a close game. So, yes, I take all of those things seriously. And let's not forget if this is a close game that could involve the that could require new kicker Greg Joseph who has not kicked in a regular season game since 2018 to make some key kicks. And the last time I assumed anything about a Vikings kicker, he got me in some trouble. So when, when's the last time you assumed something about a Vikings kicker? Oh, 98, Gary Anderson, oh. Blair Walsh after his rookie year. Blair Walsh was great. Okay. I, I think the last Vikings kicker that I assumed I assumed things about and pretty much delivered till his last year here was Longwell because he was pretty mm-hmm. solid. But I mean, Blair Walsh in his rookie year, mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, they've got their kicker for the next eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bad assumption. Question number four here on this four question Friday. It's our random would you rather question. Would you rather know how you're going to die or know when you're going to die? Well, first of all, on the just on the record, neither. Like, I don't want to know either one. But if I have to choose, I think I would pick. I think I would pick when, because I think I'd be more at ease with when than how. Just in case, how is a horrific, ugly, gruesome death. <laughs> like, if I'm gonna die in like some like a car crash or something, I don't want to know that. At least if I'm just have a time, I can be like, okay, I'm gonna live life no. To, no. to the fullest 
And and in doing so, I'm going to drink no. as much surly as possible. <laughs> okay. Like if my time is up in like four years, let me tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be slamming surly furiouses constantly. <laughs> Sorry, Dex, go ahead. I, I don't want to know if I die tomorrow or 70 years from now. I don't want to know the date I'm dying. I think that adds more anxiety. If, if it's telling me, if I knew like, hey, you're going to die in a car crash, you're going to die from cancer, you're going to die in a plane crash, I don't know. I'm just ruling out all my horrible fantasies, worst fantasies in my head right now. I want to know what that is. I don't want to know what date it is. I want to know how. So, all right, I've, I've thought about this. I think if you knew how you were going to die without knowing when you're going to die, your entire life would be filled with anxiety. Like if I told you right now, you're going to die in a car accident. But you don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or in yeah. 50 years. Yeah, Every yeah. time you got in your car, you would yeah. think, is this the day? Am I, am I going to get T-boned by a semi-truck? The only, the only am I going thing to drive is, off a cliff? I agree with you completely. The only thing is if you found out that you were going to die in a weird way, you, you could actually start to try and hedge your bets. Like so you if, could just not go into a car? Or, or like a plane. Like If you're going to die in a plane crash, you could just ground yourself but, and be like, I'm not flying no more. But, but then, John, you got, the John then you got John Then you got Final Destination on you. The Reaper's going to change how he wants to kill you. Like you were supposed to die in, 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 in on the roller coaster, and yeah. now you're dying in a tanning bed. I was supposed like, to be. <laughs> I, I was supposed to be in the racetrack with my friends, but we left early, and now I hate the whole. Bed. I hate. I hate either one. I just has anyone? I saw, has anyone ever died in a tanning oh, bed? Is that, is that sure. a? Okay. I'm sure. I mean, it happened you, to fall, you fall, fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marty Cordova came close. Damn near burned himself to a crisp. Uh, so yeah, I think I I think I'd rather know when, because then you can sort of plan out like, all right, well, wow, I'm holy crap, I got a week. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah. What if it's like tomorrow? <laughs> well, I'm hopping on a plane in a couple days, so hopefully, hopefully not. So all right, anyways, yeah, hit us up. Hit us up in the purple daily comment section on YouTube. Would What's you rather that? know when or how you're gonna die? And how seriously do you take the Bengals, too? Yeah, I was going to say, how do you think Joe Burrow is going to fare on Sunday? You know, I'll tell you, when it comes to risk management, Federated Insurance is here to help your business. All right? You want to talk about hedging. A lot of businesses are only thinking about revenue, revenue, growth, growth. You're not thinking about the risks that can chunk away at your company. And that's where Federated comes in. They are here with guided resources, people. They're based in Owatonna. They're one of us. Um, they also support a handful of local Minnesota sports teams, too. So check them out, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, Declan's got to get back to some babysitting duties here. And we got to jump. That's four question Friday. Me, too. I got my Purple baby right Day. here. Gotcha. See you guys. Bye. All right. See you guys later. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.